Did you have a beard much. before? Yeah. God damn it. I basically it. always do. I mean, maybe the last time I was here. You look I, familiar, I, but yeah. I was like, who's that guy? Cameron. I'm, I'm also drunk on beer samples. <laughs> I did hear about that. We got some new beers in, and we have to test them. Yeah. I wouldn't be responsible. Oh, shit. This is a three-seater, huh? Yeah. This is... Um, this is this also... Uh, hold on. <laughs> this is also like our ultimate representation of the uh, the theater regulars, it is. they are all literally here. We've missed you. We've mi- where's where's Mike and Carla? Where are you hiding, Mike? And Carla? They're not as regular <laughs> as these five. Oh, you're right. Steven, David, and the punks and Bob. Did you say this five? Is, yeah, David's in the. Okay, come on, John. Walk it off. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... Yeah! VIP show. Welcome to Stab. Stab. Stab 203 in the house. Is it 203? I don't know. Whatever. I, if I make the JoJo episode, it's going to throw everything off. Okay. Well, Stab. here we are over 200 times. We've done this shit. Uh, and we have one, two, three, four, five. Five people in the crowd. Yeah. Stab. That's a stab dozen. Stab. Stab. I'm your host, John Morris Ross IV. Uh, you guys uh, want to uh, meet your contestants really quick? That's cool, but I haven't done the real intro yet. We're here every Friday at 1030, <laughs> Sacramento, California. Stab. 95818-1710. There you go. Hell numbers. You figure it out. Uh, what's our longitude and latitude? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, 1710 Broadway. Oh, yeah. There you go. Right next to the tax place, allegedly. Okay. Uh, you don't want to meet your contestants. Good. Right there, Cameron Schmid. Hello. Brought to you by White Claw. <laughs> you better watch out. <laughs> and uh, all the way from Class Clan, uh, Jesse Jones. Class Clan. That's right. We're a two-seater tonight. Yeah. Because people have other stuff to do. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Let's get louder. Let's get louder. He's on. He's an only drunk. Drugs and get louder. <laughs> I don't want to do any drugs. That's fine. Wait, which which one's loud? I'm loud. <laughs> That's enough of that. All right. <laughs> He'll be quieter once the music's gone. That's right. See, that's just how that works. You're loud. (laughs) (laughs) This show's going to be loosey-goosey. No, no, you. (laughs) Anyway. You're not our mom, Laura. That's right. Not yet. (laughs) Adopt me. I don't care what dad says. Never going to call you mom. (laughs) So this show's being brought to you by Macintosh Products. Mm. I have a new sleek... Uh, the cheapest one I could find. Yeah, uh, that's generally the model I go with. MacBook Air, uh, because I couldn't use the one uh, at my job nope. that I had because I got laid off, <laughs> <laughs> aka fired. It was just they were too nice to say fired. Yeah. So I'll be receiving some um, unemployment soon, hopefully. Yeah. 
It's always nice. Yeah. yeah. It's heard for uh, ED. It's always, it's always a soft clap for yeah. unemployment. <laughs> anyway, uh, we do have some fresh equipment in the house. Yeah. Um, but it's not because I'm doing well. <laughs> it's quite the opposite. Uh, let's meet our contestants. Mm. Cameron Schmid, three-time Schmitter. <laughs> <laughs> the old Schmitty. I uh, thought he was just a regular audience member at the show earlier. Because we don't see each other often enough. No, don't. I remember you now. <laughs> it takes a mistake to learn a you're, lesson. You're just, you're just, you're just, K. Schmitz. Uh, you're 28? 26. Oh, but I was at your birthday last two years ago <laughs> okay well anyway thank you for being you have anything what's your deal um i don't know i'm not used to being the first person in the line welcome so it's where normally we put our heavy i wait hitter. for the first person to talk sure i listen to what they say <laughs> and i think real quickly of something that i can kind of <laughs> like say well like my friend here <laughs> moment but of silence for our first person here it's not here oh that's yeah. oh that's that implies oh, oh yeah <laughs> deadger <laughs> anyway, remember Dedger? Oh yeah. Anyway, no. uh, well, thank good. you for being here in the second spot. Thanks for having me. Yeah. What do you What do you do? I go to school and I write for the Sacramento Bee occasionally. Oh my God. Yeah. And do you forget the coverage that uh, Cameron got us for the Podfest? Mm. I thought that was someone else. No. <laughs> I host That's bar right. trivia. I do remember this. Mm-hmm. It's all coming back to me now. Celine <laughs> mm-hmm. Dion. What was that? <laughs> Just a little hint. Uh, new technology. So uh, how's the Sacramento Bee doing these days? <laughs> you know, I'm, I only freelance, so I've, I'm not in office. But from what I hear... Pretty good. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, the, recently, we're getting real in business here. Their, their <laughs> revenue from online subscriptions surpassed their advertising revenue for the first time yeah. in the history of the paper. So literally, print is dead. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. so are bees. <laughs> so oh yeah, <laughs> the bees are also. Yeah, when is the when is the sense. time going to come? Which is going to come first? People wondering what the bee part of the Sacramento Bee is, <laughs> or people wondering what newspapers were. <laughs> yeah, should have been called the um, uh, the Sacramento uh, yep. social Happen media the, platforms. Uh, There's a lot of those around <laughs> yeah. nowadays. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, Cameron Schmidt, thanks for being here. Jesse Jones. Yeah. You were tired sometimes? You mm-hmm. were tired today? You were tired yes, no, tired Thursday. Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday was Thursday. You were tired two Thursday. Two for two. Yeah. Uh, Sorry about that. Well, that's all right. <laughs> Let's play Stab. God damn it. This first segment's called Reorganization. Uh, please take the following acronym, reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? Uh, as many of us, uh, of us clean people know, December 1st through the 7th is National Handwashing Awareness Week. Mm. Yeah, I know you all knew. Uh, in celebration of the most godly observa- <laughs> observance. Um, today's acronym is bacteria, B-A-C-T-E-R-I-A. What does bacteria mean to you, Cameron Schmid? Well, uh, you've all heard about my background in journalism. <laughs> uh, and I actually did recently apply an interview at one of you know our local uh, broadcast news stations. <laughs> um, so I'm still waiting to hear back, but in the meantime, 
uh, I've written uh, a broadcast news uh, <laughs> or a broadcast news package, basically. So you're going to be envisioning this. Uh, headlined: Baker accidentally creams the entire restaurant in absentia. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is just around the corner, but one pastry chef started things off with a bang Friday night in Midtown Sacramento. Martin Weebles, a 32-year-old employee at Stuffed Puffs, a new dessert shop in downtown Commons, caused quite a stir when a kitchen mishap of his caused the restaurant to explode. <laughs> Video surveillance footage shows Weebles taking his talking with his supervisor at around 8.15 p.m., before Weebles was left on his own for the closing shift. Almost immediately after his supervisor is gone, Weebles can be seen taking a package of gummy bears out of his bag, eating two. He then pulls out a compact disc and places it inside the kitchen radio, dancing without any true rhythm to whatever he's playing. Over the next two hours, Weebles sends over a dozen videos of himself alone in the restaurant to people on Snapchat and Instagram. It does not appear that anyone replies. <laughs> At around 11 p.m., Weebles pulls out several baking pans and begins to make what appear to be four separate cakes. <laughs> he leaves several buckets of cream cheese frosting in front of the oven as he apparently kept forgetting he had already pulled one out from the walk-in fridge. <laughs> Sometime after Weebles placed the poorly made cake batter into the ovens and laid down on the ground, a man walks into the restaurant, which is technically closed even though Weebles forgot to lock the doors. <laughs> The two appear to know each other and talk animatedly in the dining portion of the establishment before Weebles takes off his apron and leaves with the gentleman. Continued footage shows the cakes quickly all begin to rise in their respective ovens, all set to temperatures of 500 degrees Fahrenheit or more. One even is briefly shown exploding before, the other, uh, before its flames cause the other three to explode as well and the footage cuts off. No injuries or deaths occurred, but stuffed puffs the, was entirely destroyed. <laughs> The large amount of creams and milks in the restaurant acted as fire suppressants, saving nearby establishments from damage. Weeble's bag was recovered by fire uh, people, <laughs> and its only contents were the bag of gummy bears, which were laced with marijuana, and the empty CD jacket of the moon in Antarctica by Modest Mouse. <laughs> Weeble's reported to work the next day after answering no calls to his cell phone. He was promptly, he was promptly arrested by Sacramento police. One onlooker said he seemed genuinely surprised that the restaurant was destroyed and kept saying, what happened? And has anyone seen a blue Jansport? <laughs> <laughs> there was something important in there. Weebles will appear Sacramento County later, uh, court later today after being charged with destruction of property. Stuffed Puffed Management initially released a uh, statement saying Weebles would receive a warning and not be allowed to work alone anymore. After a bit of research, Channel 9 is able to confirm that Stuffed Puffs uh, is owned by Weeble's father, Martin Weeble Sr. Back to you, John. <laughs> Very good. Cameron Schmidt, thanks for that story. You know, sometimes you got to take one for the team and stuff a puff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. I'm so sorry. All right. Jesse it's all, Jones. It's always the cute one's friend. What does bacteria mean to you? Bacteria? Oh, okay. I see what happened. I see the misunderstanding here. We get this a lot. <laughs> it's actually pronounced bacteria. See, we're a we're a band. Uh, hard rock, not not quite metal. We uh, how to explain it? Uh, okay. So uh, we're a we're a Scott Bakula fan band. <laughs> 
We play songs about Scott Bakula, his, his TV and movie roles, done in the style of Def Leppard, specifically from the hysteria period, thus Bacteria. <laughs> Jesus. We're like Max Sabbath, except in, instead of McDonald's, it's Scott Bakula. And instead of Black Sabbath, it's Def Leppard, specifically their hysteria period. It's a real, actual genre. It's a it's a popular genre. It's budding. It's it, <laughs> it's budding, but real. Um, so we do songs like uh, "Enterprise in It." It's our uh, it's our Armageddon it cover, focusing on Scott's Star Trek Enterprise period. Uh, there's uh, "Poor Sam's Still Got a Leap," our celebration of quantum. Celebration of Quantum Leap and pour some sugar on me. Uh, and a take on side two's Don't Shoot Shotgun, titled Don't Throw Shotgun, which is obviously a tribute to Scott and Sid Sinbad's cult favorite college football sports comedy, Necessary Roughness. <laughs> We're touring right now with a couple great groups in the same sort of like similar pop culture music mashup sensibilities uh for instance uh, for instance there was too many syllables in that instance <laughs> for instance there's a share heart attack it's a group of guys each dressed as share from different periods of her lo- of her long illustrious career covering queen from the sheer heart attack area share heart attack uh also on the road with us is m and m and m <laughs> It's a couple guys in red and yellow M&M costumes rapping in the style of M&M <laughs> with all the lyrics changed to be about the M&M's ongoing feuds with their types of candy and chocolate products. <laughs> and a big chunk of their songs focusing on their ex-wife Reese's uh, pieces. <clears throat> it's pretty graphic and raw, you know, like M and M and M. <laughs> Bacteria, catch it! <laughs> that was reorganization. <laughs> Very good, gentlemen. Gentle people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 the tagline got it. <laughs> catch it. <laughs> All right, this next segment is uh, called uh, Topical Haiku Challenge. Seems like my new Mac. I had to find the new volume adjustment. It's in a different place on iTunes. Learning as we go. Anyway, I own a new Mac. (laughs) (laughs) Flex. I'm flexing right now. My shirt is off. (laughs) Unlike when I'm in bed. (laughs) Just swaddled in couture. (laughs) Killer Couture is all I need. The 30 thread count. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a good shirt. <laughs> all right. Uh, this next segment's called uh, Topical Haiku Challenge. Please compose three haiku in regard to the following story, which I love. Uh, plan to save an endangered frog in Puerto Rico involves barking at it to make it pee. As it turns out, this specific Puerto Rican toad excretes semen every time it urinates, 
Uh, the urine semen is then collected, frozen with liquid nitrogen, frozen too, out now, uh, and, and sent to lady toads for insemination. Uh, so far, over 300 crested toads have been birthed thanks to scientists' spook-induced sex, uh, with more on the way to help stave off the species extinction. Haiku go. We'll do one at a time. Uh, Cameron, you're first of three haiku in regard to that story. Um, this one is from a perspective of uh, the first scientist uh, with a hunch. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get frog to piss, and it's endangered frog. Check if it pees jizz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um. Yeah, let's just go in this order. Uh, first titled, Been There. <laughs> totally get it. The only way I can come is if she barks too. <laughs> Don't know how to take that. Very good. Cameron, your second of three haiku. Um, this one is from the perspective of a man who has never had the opportunity to connect with somebody about about something that's very tough for him. Frog jizzes when pees. You know who else does that too? Me. I feel seen. Thanks. Very good. Jesse Jones. Second one titled, but seriously. <laughs> More frozen piss cum. <laughs> hey, could you guys maybe just let us go extinct? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Cameron Schmidt. This one's from the perspective of me. <laughs> Endangered frogs. Can't they just have normal sex? Or did we try that? <laughs> no, I, I messed up multiple haikus. That's all right. That's all right. Nobody's the haiku counting. police will call you in six months. With the you got extra syllables from the two people that weren't here. Yeah. <laughs> You'll pay a mild You got rollover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> rollover syllables. Pick, pick a penny. Jesse Jones. Uh, third is titled Game Changer. So embarrassing. I just meant to pee on you. <laughs> Unless you liked that? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That was a topical hike challenge. Very good. Yeah. That was fun. I love that story. Couldn't pass it out. All right, this is it. <laughs> This meg, this megment, schmegment is called uh, class. It's always a schmegment. <laughs> it's called this was today once. Uh, please tell us how you celebrate the following two events combined. I never do a little uh, intro for that, but I'm in, unemployed now and yeah. I'm writing a little bit more. Nice. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm going to go through a couple of the, of the ones just to let you guys know what happened today. What else we didn't get to, yeah. Really quick. Um, so on this date, 1933, U.S. federal judge John M. Woosley rules that James Joyce's novel Ulysses is not obscene. You guys have read that? Yeah. 800-page book, <laughs> right? It's pretty heavy. It's saucy. 
Uh, also on this date, 1956, a violent water polo match between Hungary and the USSR takes place. And I'm almost certain we did that a couple years ago. In the 1956 <laughs> Summer Olympics <laughs> in Melbourne. Okay. Because um, I remember doing it. <laughs> <laughs> really? I think did so. Did you? Jesus. I okay. remember a uh, violent water polo match. Oh, God News. damn it. Yeah. Truly it happens. One that's yeah. happened. Uh, also on this date, 1928. Uh, the government of Columbia sends... We've done this one before, too. I think we've done this one before. Uh, Only so many things have happened through the years. Yeah, military forces <laughs> to suppress the month-long strike by United Fruit Company workers, resulting in the unknown number of deaths. Uh, also on this date, 1950, French hurdler and politician Guy Drutt is born. I was excited to hear something about that. Yeah. Uh, now we'll go with uh, the unwasted material. <laughs> uh, no, we'll you don't, you don't know they're not wasted yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cameron, uh, on this date, 1897, London, London becomes the world's first city to host licensed taxi cabs. Uh, also on this very date, 1967, Adrian Kantrowitz performs the first human heart transplant in the United States. Uh, how'd you celebrate those two things all mixed up? I had a blast today <laughs> celebrating these two events. I figured I'd start by taking a cat taxi. Uh, I've actually never taken one before, and I figured it'd be cool. <laughs> I walked around for four hours in downtown, and I didn't see a single one. <laughs> I kept whistling and holding my hand up like they do in the movies. <laughs> I stood next to a couple of puddles right next to the sidewalk. <laughs> Nothing happened. So eventually I just opened up Lyft. Uh, put in my destination. My destination, my, my, I've already, I looked up how to pronounce this fucking hospital and I don't remember it. Uh, M-I-M-O-M-O-N-I-D-E-S Medical Center. The New York City where Adam Kantrowitz performed the first American heart transplant. I'm going. I entered the address uh, when I hit 10th Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, area code 11219 into the Lyft app. Nothing happened. It just showed me a little wiggly line all the way from here to New York, and it gave me no price quote and no ETA. <laughs> I was so upset. Great job, Lyft. I figured I should just go see a new heart transplant somewhere here in Sacramento and see how it's changed over the years. So I Googled closest hospital. Google asked me if it was an emergency, and I thought, well, kind of. <laughs> so I hit yes. And all of a sudden, I'm on the phone, and someone is saying, this is 911. Where is your emergency? And I said, uh, the Starbucks next to the old spaghetti factory. <laughs> and then they asked what the problem was, and I told them, the, I told them that I was trying to get to the nearest hospital. And they asked why, and I asked if they knew who Adrian Kantrowitz was. <laughs> They said no, and I was about 20 seconds into my explanation and before they hung up. So I went home, and I tried to find a documentary or a piece of long-form journalism about you know either of the big days, but I couldn't. Uh, I did some reading on Wikipedia, and I found out that the taxi industry is rapidly dying because of ride-sharing apps. Shout out again to Lyft. <laughs> and I also found out that the surgery itself was on a baby who only survived eight days. <laughs> oh, my God. At this point, I was feeling a little bummed. <laughs> so I just turned on Grey's Anatomy. And then I watched Taxi starring Jimmy Fallon and Queen Latifah. Oh, that's and both of those also sucked. <laughs> and then I went to Taco Bell, and now I'm here. <laughs> Happy December 6th, everybody. <laughs> Very good. 
Very good. I'd imagine, yeah, the first transplants didn't go that well, right? Nah, yeah. Sometimes you gotta break some hearts. Considered it a failure. (laughs) I mean, even trying on just a baby. That's yeah. just a tiny heart. Right? <laughs> That's what it was. Oh, they put a regular size heart in there. That's <laughs> what happened. <laughs> Drowned in his own juices. <laughs> I made it worse. I made it worse. I made it worse. A baby died. <laughs> a baby died. I somehow made a baby dying worse. That's good. <laughs> I can check that one off. Don't you molest it again? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Uh, this next segment. Oh no, we're not to the next segment nope, yet. Almost. The next part of this segment. One more. Jesse Jones yep. on this date, 1953. Vlad- Vladimir Nabokov completes his controversial novel. Alita. <laughs> yeah. Always got to whisper that word. Yeah. Uh, also on this very date, 1969. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, Ultimate free concert, a free concert performed by the Rolling Stones. Uh, the 18 year old Meredith Hunter is stabbed to death. Stab! Uh, <laughs> what is this, Pee Wee's Playhouse? I know, Pee <laughs> Finally, Pee Wee's Playhouse comes yeah. to the, every time we say stab. All right. needs to be. I didn't know we set a precedent. I, right. I've always wanted that. That's so <laughs> brilliant that the habit. Uh, at a free concert performed by the Rolling Stones, 18-year-old. Such a young life. I mean, not a dead baby. But uh, no. Meredith Hunter is stabbed to death by Hell's Angels security guards. Yeah. How do you choose to celebrate those things all together? I generally try not to think about like child exploitation and tragedy around the holiday season, John. <laughs> That's why I've never gotten an iPhone for Christmas. <laughs> John, I'm just I'm just exhausted. <laughs> Over the last almost seven years, you have just repeatedly and relentlessly pelted me about the head and neck with depravity and tragedy on a weekly basis. <laughs> How much can one person take? A couple hundred? Sure, clearly. <laughs> but even I have a breaking point. Good things happen on days two, John! <laughs> I realize that life has hurt you. (laughs) (laughs) But I promise there have been good things that have happened in the world on days as well. Let's find them together. (laughs) And start the healing process. For example, did you know that on this day in 1492, Christopher Columbus landed on the island of Santo Domingo in search of gold? (laughs) And, you know, Christopher Columbus and his <laughs> discovering of the Americas went really well <laughs> for pretty much everybody involved. Okay. Um, how about in 1776 when, when Phi Beta Kappa, the first scholastic fraternity, was founded at the College of William and Mary? <laughs> Fraternities have only ever been good and possible. (laughs) Not at all harmful. Okay. Uh, Oh, 1865. 13th Amendment was ratified, abolishing (laughs) slavery and putting an end once and for good and all racism everywhere. (laughs) Oh, and of course, on this night 77 years ago, Thousands of naval officers in Hawaii would go to sleep. 
only to wake up to a Japanese sneak <laughs> sneak attack pulling the United States into into World War Two. Uh, fine, you win, John. Only bad things ever happen ever. I I await your terrible list of events that I have to write about again next week. Very good. That was this was today once. And a smattering of applause, because that's all that could happen at this point. Very good. Uh, well, everyone, um, the show's almost over, but I would like to introduce you to a new segment. Mm-hmm. Woo! Um, yeah, that's right. It only yeah. took us 200 to find yeah. <laughs> some new inspiration. Uh, it's actually kind of an amalgam of <laughs> some old segments. Yeah. That we had this idea stuck in the back of my head, and we yeah. thought we'd give it a try. It's called uh, You Review. Uh, please write a review of the following things from the following or from the following format. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Wait, I mean, we're working out the it's kinks. It's new, you it's know? <laughs> it's like the first heart transplant, you know? <laughs> we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Eight days from now, well, we won't do it again. <laughs> Cameron. Let's crack this baby open. <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> Cameron, uh, write a music review about the sound of someone screaming. (laughs) Boy, did I. (laughs) Um, Opening the newest album from Jackie Lucas (laughs) is always a very personal experience for me. Uh, You know, I I prep. uh, You know, I I make sure that I have at least three hours because they're always exactly an hour and a half long. I want to listen to it twice, once while also screaming. <laughs> and then the second time while being completely silent. Lucas is the preeminent screamer of his uh, uh, time. <laughs> no matter what he's screaming about, and boy, has he moved through the topics in his career. He's screamed in the past about Iran-Contra. He's screamed about the fuel shortages of the 70s. And he's also screamed about a breakup with a girlfriend of his. There are certain musicians who age poorly. There are certain musicians who age well. Lucas, in this reviewer's knowledge, is the first to do both. (laughs) Outside of CVS on K Street is a soul-crushing album. (laughs) Recorded in only two days, Lucas screams at pharmacy and general goods customers about his thoughts on abortions, the causes of Ray Charles' blindness, and who should be the next host of The Price is Right. <laughs> as well as many other topics, but I won't say more. He expands on ideas of what a voice can do in ways th- that had not occurred to me, even though this is his 12th album, and every one is different because he is purely improvisational. <laughs> he... He has tender moments still at full volume (laughs) where you can tell he's locked eyes with someone who's just trying to go inside and he slightly changes his tone and it's it's magical. (laughs) I give this album four out of five stars. The only star missing because at one point there's clearly something interfering with his recording device and you can't quite hear him screaming but you can hear whatever is on top of his recording device 
changing how it records the screaming. <laughs> it's something he should look into for the next time. <laughs> Outside of CVS on K Street is available wherever you listen to music or people screaming. <laughs> Very good, Cameron. Very good. Jesse Jones, yeah. write a serious book review about a generic punk rock zine. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this review appeared in the reviews forum on zinemini.org in July 1998. (laughs) Volume 14, Issue 3, Gunk Pies. Three out of five stars. We've come to expect many repeated motif in the punk slash thrash slash hardcore publication oeuvre. And all of those... Cliched points are hit in this most recent release from the gentleman of Gunk Pies. Yes, this issue is printed on recycled set lists, scribbled in Sharpie. (laughs) Yes, it is bound by safety pins of various sizes and varying degrees of rustiness. (laughs) Yes, the requisite photocopy quality decoupage of a porn star receiving fellatio with President Clinton's head cut and pasted <laughs> over the adult film star's face, is present and accounted for. <laughs> but purveyors of this genre of periodical have come to expect higher quality of satire and DIY manufacture, and unfortunately, they are done at a service in this instance by the publisher. Where this issue did receive, or, di- or where this issue did excel, and where it earned its three stars was in its comprehensive, borderline exhaustive events list. (laughs) If you're seeking punk entertainment in the greater Minneapolis area, you could scarcely ask for a more encyclopedic catalog. (laughs) A literal who's who of Twin Cities punk bands is represented in a clear, easy-to-understand compendium. (laughs) Such favorites as Shit Dagger, the Punch Facers, <laughs> Razor Mouth, <laughs> Bitch Bastard, <laughs> Gut Nipple, The Quitters, Fuck Mother, <laughs> The Jerk Wads, <laughs> Fart Mouth, <laughs> Jump Dennis, The Boot Lickers, Jenny Suicide and the Curb Trash, <laughs> Three Ball, Snot Jockeys, <laughs> the Hinden Burger Kings, <laughs> and Clown Spunk. We're all here. <laughs> all here with date, time, and venue in- intuitively laid out. Ultimately worth the two bucks. Uh. <laughs> It's not the Gunk Pies editorial staff's best effort. <laughs> but as it says in the editor's forward, it was supposedly that bitch Linda's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <coughs> oh, man. Was that a real zine or did you make all that up? <laughs> that was all. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, a my list God. of fake band names will always just oh. take Oh, yeah. This was a God. list episode and I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh. And the... the the, the gunk pies was just the play on the <laughs> punk guys. That's all I, so I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Were you aware prior to Clown Spunk that there is a 90s 
<laughs> I remember there was somebody. I don't know if it was pounded. Uh, there was somebody that played at like Cattle Club um, in the early nineties. I don't. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God! Did you know that Maximum Rock and Roll? It's, it was printed. It's printed. Is it even still in print? It's mm. not printed. Um, in Galt, California. Oh. Yeah, I used to work oh. for the company that printed Maximum Rock and Roll. <laughs> 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 All right, let's finish the show up. I have children to pick up, and I'm sobering up. So perfect. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we could skip this. <laughs> <laughs> this next segment's called Battle Rap It, because I like to see my white friends rap. Uh, <laughs> or try to rap. Uh, please write a verse or two battle rapping against the following thing. Uh, our contestants that we had tonight, one was going to be uh, battle rapping against toenails. The other one was going to be battle rapping Jesus Christ. Mm. That would have been fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Cameron, you're battle rapping a hearty stew. I am. <laughs> it's raining outside. Battle rap it, that hearty stew. Picture me, 10 years old, on my way home. Long day of school with no lunch to call my own. <laughs> Walk in, drop my bag, sit down at the dinner table, and what met my eyes was a truth. Not a fable. Stepdad put a bowl of hot stew in front of me. All in the feel inside of my body is violence and fury. Because when I'm having dinner, I don't have to think. I came to eat. I didn't come to drink. <laughs> before the glasses clink, I throw that shit on the floor. And before they even blink, I'm running out of the door. Because unlike Oliver Twist, I don't want more. <laughs> You best go to the store and buy me some real food. Only true mastication can change my bad mood. I don't care that the weather's cold. I don't care that you're growing old. If you think that I'm having stew, then your brain is growing mold. I'd rather die than put my starving lips on some soup. My resolution's even more solid than my poop. <laughs> Campbell's chunky That shit is lame and funky Progresso You can pass that to the next Joe Cornbread and chili You might as well kill me Homemade beef stew I'm gonna fucking kill you Soup sucks <laughs> Very good That was vigorous yeah. Very good Very Came good heart Very good Jesse Jones Battle rap those bitches Lilo and Stitch <laughs> No, don't get tropes up. <laughs> I've never seen a second of Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> I'm not going to research Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> Is it about a magical frog cursed by a witch? As far as I know, that's Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> One half of Gnarls Barkley and his debilitating twitch. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. That sounds like Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> Instead of looking up info on Lilo and Stitch, <laughs> did I just look up words that rhyme with Stitch? <laughs> oh, that's rich. <laughs> Trying to make a switch of the subject here, which is Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> Well, well, here's the sitch, you bitch-ass snitch. If you try to throw a hitch in my style, my niche, then I'll pitch you off a bridge and bury you in a shallow ditch. So I hope this cop out here has scratched your itch. 
in this battle rap about the very concept of Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> oh, God. That's the end of Stab. Forever. Show's over. We're never doing it again. <laughs> Surprise. I'm kidding. Uh, thank you guys for being here. One more time for Cameron Schmidt. <laughs> Jesse Jones. If you'd like to hear more stabs, you know what to do. Go online. Uh, you know, search it. <laughs> Stab with an exclamation point. Or come down to 1710 Broadway. Watch the fucking show. I don't know. Pay five bucks. Live a little. Thanks. <laughs>